You're tuned in to The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconado.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. Welcome to The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant. We're so thankful that you tuned in this live broadcast, and I like to talk about different things that are in the news, things that I think are not talked about on the mainstream corporate media that's owned 90, 95% by six corporations, 90% by six corporations, that's what they say. Uh, we know it's owned by six corporations, a lot of it, a good portion of it. And so what's happened in the last many years is there's a rise of what people call the alternative media. I guess I would be considered alternative media. And I really appreciate that God has given me the ministry here to do what we do and to say what we say, because I, I consider it an honor. It's an honor to be able to speak the truth and to speak to other believers out there that have ears to hear and eyes to see. And we have had a unique opportunity to go around the country over the last four or five years and meet so many good folks and talk to so many good folks. Maybe I met you and shake hands and just, you know, hug folks and, love on them, and, and just realize that there is a good amount of people, there are a good amount of people that are out there that believe in God, that love God, that love Jesus, that love this country, and no, we're not Christian nationalist. You're not Christian nationalist. No, you just love the country. You want your kids to have the same rights and freedoms that you had. You want them to not be censored on social media and everywhere. You know, we don't need the ministry of truth like in Orwell, 1984. By the way, I went and rewatched that recently just because I thought, wow, I need to kind of remember what this movie said. And it actually predicted a lot of what we're dealing with right now or what they're trying to implement, what they're trying to put out there. Censorship is so evil and wicked if you think about it. Now, of course, there are certain things that probably should be censored if you get somebody out there who's, doing something, you know, where they want to murder, kill people, or, you know, trying to, some really dangerous thing, you know, telling people to do something that'll harm themselves. Or, yes, okay, I understand that kind of thing. But I'm just talking about if somebody has a different opinion, a different view, a different worldview, as long as it's not going to cause somebody harm, physical harm, or, you know, cause them to commit suicide or something along those lines, why, 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 why should we not be able to share? Why should we not be able to speak our mind? I think of the 80s, you know, even in politics, it was less polarized. It was still polarized, but it was less polarized. I remember Newt Gingrich was able to reach across the aisle on certain things politically. It wasn't so insanely polarized like it is now. Now it's just, it's like next level. And I think this is intended. This is by their design. They've done this intentionally so that we can be all fighting each other while they continue to push us into their globalist agenda they're they're very evil wicked plans you know digital currency making it where they can they can turn off our ability to transact if we do something that they don't like if we're bad citizens kind of like the chinese social credit score system so there was a an amazing thing that's happened in the last week or two and i thought we should document it just for information purposes there's a guy named alex jones you may know him you may not he has been considered what they call a conspiracy theorist, although I don't think he's necessarily out there putting out a bunch of false stuff. I think he actually has been more accurate 
than a lot of people. For instance, CNN, MSNBC, those guys. I think he's been more accurate on a lot of things. And he actually was warning many years ago about some of the things that we're now seeing. Now, do I agree with him 100% of the time? I don't. There are certain things that he says and does that I don't agree with. I'm just going to be real with you. Uh, but for the most part, though, I think he does way better. And I think he's a good guy. And I think it is way better than pretty much 99% of the news. Now, what, what I would say that he probably does that I don't like is sometimes he'll take something and just push it to a whole nother level. Like, it'll be true news, but then he'll take it and just, you know, exasperate on that. And I, I don't agree with anybody who does that, like clickbait or things like that. But for the most part, I think he's a hero. I think he's a good man, and I think he's done a lot of good stuff. And, and thank God for voices like him. Now, there's another guy out there, Tucker Carlson, who I think is very similar. Now, Tucker, I think, is in my view, has been a little more balanced. And, and you know, for the most part, I agree with most what he says. I mean, again, there's a couple things maybe over the, the years, like his stance on Israel and things like that. I don't know where Alex stands on that, but I think that might be the one area I might not agree 100%. But for the most part, these guys are heroes. They're, they're, they're voices that are out there in the conservative world that are speaking truth. They're doing a better job than Fox News. They're doing a better job than, like I said, 99% of the news outlets. Will, will, do you have to pray about you know, things that they say sometimes? Yes. I would say pray about it. Make sure that you know, it's in line with the scripture, that it's biblical. And also, don't get yourself you know, on the doom and gloom train, I like to call it, where you're constantly feeding yourself negative information Sometimes listening to Alex Jones can do that with you because there's so much that he's reporting on. But again, for the most part, I think he does a pretty good job. I wouldn't look at him as a spiritual authority, but I would look at him as somebody who, you know, does a good job of reporting and bringing out information that for many years he's brought out that other folks didn't. And I think he was a forerunner in some aspects. So overall, I commend these guys. I think they're both heroes. I think they're both people that, for the most part, put out truthful information um, like I said, I probably tend to agree with Tucker a little bit more than Alex Jones, but I do think Alex Jones has done a great job over the years in reporting truth. I'm just happy that there are still people like him out there. And I think some of us have learned certain things about the deep state, the globalists, the agenda that they have from him. And I think that's good. So, you know, some people say there's an Alex Jonesification of the church. I don't necessarily see that. I think the church has awakened and that's why people say that, because there's, there's, a, there's a, a group of people in the world that hate truth, that want you to be in the matrix, that want you to believe the things that they are saying and their truth instead of the truth. But as, as a pastor, as a Christian, I believe there's only one truth, the truth. And by the way, Jesus is the truth. And Alex does say that he believes in Jesus. I believe he does. In fact, one of my close friends mentors him, who's a pastor. And so he's open to that. I, I appreciate that. Um, Tucker Carlson, I also believe, has a faith. And so what am I getting to here? Why am I talking about these two guys? Well, they did an interview recently, and I thought this was just epic because you got two of the, two of the world truth seekers together, uh, two of the guys that have been out there literally standing for truth for years, both of them, and here they are on the same broadcast. That is pretty epic. And so we're going to play just a few clips, and then I'm going to discuss this. But I thought it was important that we cover this interview. If you didn't see it, it's available on X, which is Twitter, um, Twitter's new name. And so you can watch the full uh, interview there uh, on Twitter. Let's play a few clips from it and see what they're talking about, because I think this is kind of epic that they both got together. But no one 
is hated more by them than a man called Alex Jones. Alex Jones is the single most censored man in all American history. He was the first media figure in our history to be completely erased in one day, deplatformed. Alex Jones was deplatformed before it was a common term. And not just deplatformed, sued, attacked. They attempted to criminally charge him. What did Alex Jones do wrong? Alex Jones didn't rape anybody. He didn't loot Macy's. He didn't burn a police station. He didn't invent a fake cryptocurrency and loot pension funds. He didn't start a pointless war that made this country poorer and more disorganized. He didn't open the southern border. No, Alex Jones had opinions that deeply rattled the people who run America. In fact, rattled a lot of us. And I'll just confess that I first heard of Alex Jones when he questioned the official story behind 9-11. And I, speaking for myself, was deeply offended by this. I didn't take any time to find out what he was saying, but I was bothered by the idea that this defining event in American history, which changed the life of everyone who lived here then, might not actually have unfolded as we were told it did. All right, so there you have it. There's kind of Tucker laying out the case, the most censored man in America, probably of all time, and why is censorship such an issue when all these other crazy things are happening and they're not getting censored, but he's getting censored. What is the threat? So let's go to one of Alex's uh, epic parts of this interview where it's, he kind of gets into some of the New World Order stuff. And this is the stuff they don't like you knowing, by the way. So let's go ahead and play it. Puberty blockers and castrating little boys and cutting little girls' breasts off. They've got such hellish stuff coming in this designed global collapse to bring in their world government that they've got to just have all these horrors out there hoping we just throw up our hands and run off to the countryside, which everybody's doing, and in a way that's good. But at the same time, then they've got full control. It's totally right. And they're going to march out of the countryside next and dig us out. So that's, I mean, it, it. you look at the White House press secretary who can barely speak English, who's one of the stupidest people I've ever seen, and a transparent liar. You wouldn't hire her to run your copy machine. She's the White House press secretary. Why would you do that? And it's not because of her race or who she sleeps with. I think the whole point is she's so obviously repulsive that it makes you feel bad about the country to see her. That, I mean, I mean, that's it. We're at a beautiful ball. It's prom night. Everybody's dressed great. There's wonderful food, big, delicious punch bowl. And then they say, what can we do? Well, just have Brian Stelter go take a dump right in that. Yeah. And, and, and then he's there laughing at you. They're all there laughing at you to make you feel small, to make you question reality. Why is everything so ugly? I mean, that's why they tell people, hey, you can be homeless anywhere. You can crap on the street, needles, throw your garbage everywhere. D drug dealers can sell you drugs. Uh, we're going to give the homeless all this government funding. Liberal groups come in and farm and milk each homeless person and skim a big cut of the money off the top. It's, it's a crop, but then you, a, a cash crop. But then we see that and we think it's all over. There's nothing we can do to demoralize us and make us give up. And even though I'm conscious of this, even though I know this, it's still at a DNA level. I'm like, I got to go to the country. I got to get out of here. I've got to separate myself from this. But then when they release this toxic, cultural, poisonous gas, they push us out of those areas and they get the main infrastructure yes. to then organize that, cut off the food and supplies to that group they have and then tell them, the reason you're doing bad is not BlackRock and the WF and Bill Gates. It's all those evil people in the countryside. They're all white supremacist and terrorist and racist. Let's go get them. Because the last group they don't control is rural people that are self-sufficient. 
And so I get going to the countryside, protecting your children. Uh, that, I mean, that's the holy grail. The problem is you've got to have one foot in each. You've got to go back and fight in the city for the infrastructure, for the government. You've got to give people hope while also building a backup operation with farming and, and ranching and self-sufficiency. So that's why the WEF and the UN are coming in in, in in Ireland and in areas of Asia and in the Netherlands and saying, by 2030, 80% of your cows have got to be dead. And they just banned like 30% this year in the Netherlands. And it didn't matter people were 80% against it in polls. It didn't matter. Uh, they sent the military in against the peaceful farmers that were just protesting, just like the peaceful truckers in Canada got brutally attacked. And so they're all WEF globalist alumni that the big banks on record brag, they've penetrated the cabinets, to, to quote Klaus Schwab, they've put their operatives in to cut off our energy, demoralize us, release the hardened criminals, put the political activists in prison, uh, continue to cut off the resources to make an angrier world. Klaus Schwab says, we're going to make the world collapse. We're going to have everybody turn against each other. We're going to blame the political classes that we own and control. And then when we're done, we'll bring in our new solution. But first, they have to demolish the cultures and societies that we had before with the fentanyl, with the open borders, with the demoralization, and then they bring in their next phase, which is a high-tech cashless society, robot drone-controlled nightmare. Uh, more than half of the U.S. in their official U.N. maps that they've had for more than 25 years, that are in some of my first films, show half the U.S. off-limits to humans. Uh, all cars will have to have GPS. Everybody by law will have to have a cell phone at all times. Australia just did this last year, you tried to push it through. And that's the admitted global UN standardized plan where you don't leave your house without a cell phone. Every car uh, is, is uh, robot kill switch, GPS controlled. California is moving to ban all the quote classic cars. That's any car that doesn't have a digital uh, ignition. And they admit it's for control. So if people think things are bad now, the straitjacket, the ball and chain is going on. It's all being militarily run. Our military is great men and women, but at the top, our military has been globalist trained, new world order people for at least 30, 40 years. They've got almost every general, every person under their control. And that's why it came out in the UK and, and Europe and also here in Canada. You pull up the headlines, uh, Defense Department purposely scared public into lockdowns, masking and taking inoculations. A uh, UK headline, uh, British Ministry of Defense secretly brainwashed and terrorized public. Canada, same headline. They even let you know, oh, the military is here to do this. And now, oh, the CIA and Justice Department is there to help surveil the public to stop disinformation. And it, it turned out, of course, almost all that disinformation was true. Uh, Always. About everything. So we have to understand, our governments have been seized. The big corporations want to get rid of the American idea. Well, you got 50 acres and your house and a business and a farm and you can take care of your family and, and, and you're independent. They have to destroy all that because the rest of the world aspires to that. Instead, they want 15-minute cities, central bank digital currencies. Uh, they want uh, all of these systems that track and trace everything you do in the social credit scores. And the plan for the rest of the public... Uh, uh, I mean, we're talking 99%, is 250 square foot coffin apartments, uh, 5G bathing you in them, uh, literally eating bug protein. And I told people 10 years ago, they're going to push bugs on the public because I read it in their white papers. Now it's already in grocery stores all over the US, all over Europe. 
they're 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 putting the cricket meal into the food. Very toxic. Undisclosed. Yeah. It's got chitin in it. Yeah. They'll just give it a number. It's like it's got like a code. And you ask again, why would you do that? Because it's all about breaking our will. They don't want people to aspire to open free societies. Yeah, there's a lot of waste, there's decadence, there's issues, but there's freedom. They want to train us to live on carbon rationing, food rationing, a very dystopic world. You'll own nothing, you'll have nothing, and you'll be happy. All right, let's stop there because this is pretty dark if you're listening to this and you're like, is this, is this true, Pastor Todd? Again, uh, take my initial uh, commentary. I think that 99% of what he's saying is probably accurate to pretty much, yeah. Uh, what that sounds like to me, that's that's the the New World Order sounds like Revelation, the book of Revelation and the coming tribulation. Let's read what the, the book of Revelation says about the tribulation. What is what is what is it going to look like in the tribulation? Let's read that. It says, you know, there's going to be a period. It's a, it's called the tribulation, the great tribulation of turmoil, of suffering and tribulation on the earth. Now, this is argued among Christian scholars that's going to be pre-trib, mid-trib or post-trib. We could be out of here. I really hope that's the case. I really do. But what we're seeing is the globalists, the cabal, whoever you want to, whatever you want to term these people, the deep state, the, the, the people pulling the puppet strings, what Alex was just talking about, they're putting us towards exactly what the scripture says. The, the, the question is, will we be here or not? Well, people say, well, Pastor Todd, what do you think? I have to lean towards post-trib personally, and that's after many, many years of studying, but... I am open to and am not in disagreement with pre-trib. I could argue both cases, in other words. I could argue on the pre-trib side or I could argue on the post-trib side. I, I prepare for the post-trib because I want to be mentally, physically, and spiritually prepared if that's the case. I am hopeful that it's pre-trib. And if it's pre-trib, I will be super excited and, hey, not going to argue with that. <laughs> I would love it to be pre-trib. But I think we need to have our hearts and minds prepared because just in case it's not pre-trib, because pre-trib teaching really only became popular in the 1800s. And we can do a podcast on that sometime soon. So, you know, there is uh, a big argument around that. Some people will say that's not true, but uh, we'll have to discuss it more. I, I used to talk to Jack, Jack Hayford about this and others. And so uh, we'll do a podcast on that soon. But let's just say we don't get raptured out of here. Let's just hypothetically say that. And don't argue, please don't argue with me over this. If you're pre-trib, I, like I said, I hope you're right. I really, really do. And I'm not necessarily saying I'm 100% post-trib. I'm just saying I'm leaning towards that recently in my in my outlook. But I don't know. No one knows the day nor the hour, right? It, and I'm hoping that it's pre-trib. I really believe that it could be. Okay, so the Great Tribulation. There's the Antichrist reign, which is a reign of a charismatic but ultimately evil leader known as the Antichrist or beast who will gain authority and control over the earth. There'll be persecution of believers. Believers in Christ will face intense persecution for their faith during this time. Intense persecution. If we think persecution right now is bad, it's going to be intense, horrible, especially if you don't take the mark, the mark of the beast. We know the scripture says you won't be able to buy or sell if you don't take the mark of the beast. So now we're seeing the infrastructure for that. Alex talked about digital currencies. Well, that's a, a way that they can initiate the mark of the beast. It's, it's amazing that this stuff is happening. Uh, severe natural disasters. The Bible speaks of catastrophic natural disasters, including earthquakes, famines, plagues that will affect the world greatly. Then there's going to be wars and conflicts. The world will 
have widespread wars and conflicts, of course, leading up to the Battle of Armageddon. Uh, let's get back to the Mark of the Beast real quick. You know, Revelation 13 mentions the Mark of the Beast, which is associated with the Antichrist system and is required for buying and selling. Those who refuse this mark will face severe consequences. There's going to be martyrdom. Many believers will be martyred for their refusal to worship the Antichrist or to take the mark. Um, there's going to be heavenly signs. The Bible speaks of significant heavenly signs and celestial events during this period. And then, of course, we know there's going to be the final judgment. The tribulation is seen as a prelude to the second coming of Christ, known as the final judgment of all people. And this is just high level. This is just high level. So from a spiritual standpoint, now, are you fearful for hearing this? Don't be fearful. Don't be fearful because the deal is this is what the Bible says. And we know we're only passing through in this world. So we're literally seeing the Bible come to life before our eyes. You know, I wrote about this in my book, Come Out From Among Them. If you don't have the book, you might want to get it because this will actually set you up for success as far as, um, you know, how to prepare and to know the plan of the elites. What, what are the plan? Well, in, encourage population control, fund and push abortions worldwide, fund and push euthanasia worldwide, push the LGBTQ lifestyle through media, Hollywood, government, schools, textbooks, porn, and in all marketing channels, saturate the system with images and mainstream this lifestyle. What about creating a borderless society, erase national cultures, borders, and sovereignty, push migration into Western uh, countries and mix everything and everyone to eliminate any type of national identity or culture? Um, you know, just one big melting pot. Undo the Tower of Babel scattering. The devil's always wanted a one-world global government system so that the beast can be implemented, the beast system. Uh, build a world system. Use the world court, the world bank, UN, World Economic Forum, Interpol, world government, world currency infrastructure. Push to go to a cashless in the near future to control buying and selling by all means of the uh, CBDC, digital currencies, which is already being rolled out in many countries. Track it all. Uh, put into place a monitoring system via technology. Use Facebook, social media, online tracking, smartphones, to make a file in every person on the planet using supercomputers and quantum computers and track purchases, friends, patterns, utilize facial recognition, track travel, establish a social credit score system that pushes certain behaviors and punishes others, uh, push science and minimize Christian beliefs, mainstream evolution, mainstream science over intelligent design, uh, teach evolution as though it were a matter of fact, use TV shows, movies, and documentaries to push this agenda, deem biblical Christianity as antiquated, backward, a conspiracy, etc. Use mep uh, weaponized words to describe truth tellers and free thinkers like conspiracy theorists or uh, a Christian nationalist. Uh, silence dissidents, censor social media uh, ministers and conservatives, uh, delist, deplatform, ostracize, use the media to attack people. Create corporate governance structures that operate outside of the sovereignty of countries and constitutions. Push a new world order that usurps the authority of the Constitution and the freedoms and rights that it gives. Send manufacturing and deep earth mineral resources to China. Establish China's military as a new global superpower and set the stage for China to have the, the power. Uh, destabilize the U.S. dollar and weaken the United States by outsourcing jobs, manufacturing, the ability to produce military hardware in-house, send classified military technology to China, Prepare the world for a new currency system when the dollar is unseated as the global reserve. I mean, we could just go on and on. Do you know about this stuff? Are you praying? Are you prayed up? Do you have an urgency? Why, why do I preach with such an urgency when I preach? Why do I put everything into it? It's not because I'm better than anybody. I do it because in my heart, I, not only do I believe this 110%, but friends, this is happening. 
And so there is an urgency in my spirit. Why don't we do all the broadcasts that we do weekly where we put out information so that you can be set up for success, that you know how to stand as a Christian. You know how to have a strong faith, a strong foundation. You know where your source of joy and hope is. You're in the world, but you're not of the world. You know that you can separate yourself from the Babylon system. You can come out from among them. Why, why do I teach all this? I do it because this is the reality of our situation. A lot of people are not going to talk about it because they don't want to get censored. They don't want to be ostracized. They don't want to be labeled. So they're just going to remain quiet, just like what happened in Dietrich Bonhoeffer's era in Nazi Germany. Only now, it's the whole world. It's the whole world. And it's coming, and Alex Jones is one of these guys, love him or hate him, that's been out there speaking the truth about this. Now, he gets a little bit into depopulation, and I want to play this, uh, the depopulation. I think this is important. Uh, let's go ahead and see if we can find this clip. And then we got we to gotta end the show because we can't get through the whole thing. But let's, I'm just thankful that they have this video out there. I'm thankful that somebody like Tucker Carlson is putting this information out there. Thank God for Tucker Carlson. It's not that I'm a hero. It's not even a selflessness. I, I realized that I was just out in front and ahead of some people in understanding this. Uh, because of family and, and, and research and just, you know, things in my life that I saw that encouraged me to get involved in the media uh, because I was aware of the globalists and some things that were going on because my uncle was high-level Iran-Contra, had some other family uh, that, you know, worked in clandestine things. So I kind of grew up uh, just around folks that knew what was really going on. And you're a kid, you don't really pay attention to it, but you kind of get that education, even though you don't know you're getting it. And so I've just been out front. So I would liken it to the old days when a dam would break and they didn't have radio to warn people, and the dam breaks, and it's a 20-foot wave coming down the valley, and you are down below the dam as, you know, let's say, a, a uh, lumberjack, and you know your wife and children are two miles down, and you see the dam break, and you're about to drown, but I guarantee the last thought you're thinking is, it's going to get my women and children. And, and that's, that's really, my grief is, this is really draconian. This globalist Great Reset, New World Order Takeover is a post-industrial world, cut off the resources, 90% forced depopulation, breaking civilization by design, massive wars, famine. They've already cut off a third of the fertilizer in the last year. All right, he gets into the rest of it there. You can find it on X. We don't have time to go through it all today, but hopefully this helps you. Don't be fearful, but be informed. Be a prayer warrior. Get in the presence of God. Go deeper in your faith. Ask the Lord for wisdom and insight. Know the word of God and occupy until he comes. Never be fearful. All right, friends, Pastor Todd Coconado, pastortodd.org is the website. I wish I could do more on this, but we have a 27-minute show, uh, so I have to cut it here. But we'll do more of this in the future. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. We love you, and we bless you in Jesus' name.